0: Hey everybody, welcome to Workforce Gaming. I'm Brad, here with Doug. Hey! It is one of my favorite points of the year, which is when the new Star Wars game comes out. (laughs) Uh, Star Wars Squadrons is a really weird game uh, that I played through over the past weekend. It has some really cool things,
1: but it's honestly super boring. Super boring? Yeah. Oh no! (laughs) I thought you'd be so excited for this one, especially after the, the Battlefront stuff. I, I was, and it's really cool, and it's really fun. It's just not
0: interesting in, like, the worst What does that even mean? <laughs> so, it's so much fun. Like, playing this, it feels oh, okay. perfect. It's great. I loved playing through it. Mm-hmm. But honestly, the like, the story, the campaign, all of that is just fine. It's like that generic, like, we're going to get them, and it's generic Star Wars of they have a big super weapon
1: we need oh. to blow it up. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Everything I've heard about this game, it's like if you like Star Wars, it's more that.
0: <laughs> yeah, actually playing it though feels great. Mm-hmm. So each side has like four different ships because you bounce back and forth between the rebels and the empire, yep. and each side or sorry, New Republic and the Empire because it's set after it's set like right after uh, the Battle of Endor, so Return of the Jedi. Okay. And you're basically like trying to figure out okay can the new republic establish itself and they have this big mm-hmm. new super weapon that's going to help them destroy the remains remainder of the empire and you've got the empire going like well we, we we can still come back from this we'll be okay and i mean that sounds kind
1: of interesting is that not interesting is that, the, is that that's, that's that's it oh okay <laughs> there, there's nothing else <laughs> is it is it hard just coming off like because I, I guess the perspective I'm seeing, because I know you had two really good Star Wars experiences related to video games. One was Jedi Fallen Order, which obviously is super story. I'm going to have an amazing story. Yep. But then the other one was playing Battlefront in VR. I remember like you were like so insanely hyped yes, about it. And,
0: and that is where we need to talk about, because this VR is so cool. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I played through the whole game just normal, and then I went, okay, well, you know what? I'll break out the VR. I'll just play one or two missions. I ended up playing about three quarters of the game again just because the vr was so cool and you're just it's it's all cockpit view but every cockpit is unique so like when you're sitting in the a-wing you can like see around you like 360 degrees almost like you kind of like almost in like those bubble things yeah yeah so you can kind of see everywhere and then you get into like the u-wing and the sides are pretty much closed off, but it's got, like, a triangular point in the front, so you can, like, see underneath your feet and on top of you. So, like, your perspective kind of shifts depending on the f- ship that you're flying. Oh, weird. Um, and then, like, the TIE, the tie Fighters are kind of the worst because it's literally just, like, looking out the window right in front of you. Like, you have no peripheral view because that's just that, that little, like, half dome almost that kind of juts out from the front of it. So every ship has a different yeah. view, so every time you're playing something feels completely different. And the ships mm-hmm. all have, like... A very unique feel to him. Like you can definitely feel when you're flying the U Wing, which is like the big, like bulky thing. Yeah. You can tell the difference between that and an A-wing where you're quick little agile fighter. So that's the really cool part is the VR is just awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and even like just comparing it to the normal game, because the normal game obviously you can't tilt your head, so you just kind of get your view. So there are yeah. a few times where like you're just flying with your ship, and I'll just be like flying this way, like I can't point, but flying straight ahead yeah, yeah, and you can see what's going on in front of you like you normally would. And then you can kind of like quickly glance off to the side and say, oh, okay, there's still three more here. So you kind of have that advanced notice of, okay, I need to turn here before like your indicator or your radar shows you.
1: So it's just sure. really, really
0: cool to be able to see that whole field of view in VR and it works so well.
1: So the thing, the thing I also was kind of interesting with like when I see screenshots for this game, because in VR, I can understand how like awesome that would be. But when I see screenshots of the non VR section, I'm just seeing a HUD that is taking up like it's 50% of the screen, like a shocking amount of the screen. <laughs> so like if in the not VR like, okay, I guess like in VR, I can understand like sitting in a cockpit is like really, really fun and kind of cool. But like in the non VR section, is it just an annoyance that
0: it's not really annoyance because I think it is trying to still do that immersion factor of you are in this. It's, it's like when you play so with the, the like whole dash in front of you and you're missing half sure. your screen where you're like, okay, I don't know why this is there, but I yeah. get it. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, and it kind of has that same feeling of this should be here. I'm kind of working with it. And the other thing is there's no real indicators that aren't a built-in part of your dashboard. So when you're okay. looking at it, and again, this is where kind of that cool fun part comes in devoid of all the story stuff. Cause that's kind of its own thing. That's kind of its own boring stuff, but everything else mm-hmm. works so well that everything on there is everything you're seeing on that dashboard is something meaningful. Okay. So on, if you're flying a uh, uh, New Republic ship, you've got three indicator lights which indicate your power level. So you can shift all of your power to your lasers, your shields, or your engine. Mm-hmm. So one of the parts of the dashboard that's taking up, you know, maybe a tenth of the screen in the bottom left is your power indicator. Right above that shows you okay. the information about the ship you're locked onto. So it'll say like TIE Fighter, 80% health. And then on the other oh, side, okay. you'll that's have like cool. your shields and your health. So it'll say, okay, your shields are on the front, back, or you can balance them between the two. And in the middle is your health. That indicator is on your right. So all those little things that take up that big chunk of the screen are for immersion and also do a really, really good job of kind of setting up what you need to see without having just like bar, 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 bar on the top of your screen.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. So, so I mean, obviously it's like acting like a HUD, but it's not. Yeah. And In- Okay. Interesting. It, it's, a HUD,
0: the- it's a HUD that feels... Like It's more a part of the immersion factor more so than just the video game-ness of you need a health bar. You need to be able to see where your shields are. You need to see where your enemies at. It all has that feeling of, okay, this is what
1: it would look like in that cockpit. Mm-hmm. Sure, I guess that makes more sense. I like I have I just I guess I haven't played like mech warrior in a long time. But that, obviously there are <laughs> definitely there are definitely games that do that. I just feel like I haven't played a game like that outside of like a racing game that's done that in, like a really long time.
0: Yeah, and again um, I think that's and that's where that like Forza comparison comes into where it's like okay you have all this stuff and it's in your way, but there's my speed, there's my this, there's my that, mm-hmm. and you kind of get that feeling from all of it. So the way that just the game handles you being a pilot is so good because it definitely mm-hmm. does have all those elements where. You know, you're in Star Wars and it's, oh, put all the power to the forward shields. And you're like, okay, hold square, push forward, to forward shields. Oh, they're coming up behind me, hold square, push back, back shields. And you can do all those different things to adjust it. And okay, I'm in an X-Wing, so I've got all my power to my engines. Okay, now I'm going to throw it up to lasers. I can shoot my lasers more because I'm slowing down a little bit to use those. So it's got all those different parts in there that work so, so well together.
1: Is it built into the Star Wars mythos? What do you mean? Like, when I think of, like, put... Put power to thrusters i'm thinking more star trekky like is but like in the movies do they do stuff like that like sw- i'm not trying to like i'm not i'm not saying like <laughs> oh it's not exactly canon is it now but i just like i didn't know if that's like a part i, I see that as being more a part of star trekkiness i do say it's of star Warsness.
0: i mean in terms of capital ships yes but I think okay. they're still like they're still like they talk about deflector shields several times. And they talk about all that stuff. So, I mean, it's not oh, okay, Star, okay. Star Wars gets much less bogged down in the science. Like, oh, sure. <laughs> our shields are at 20 percent, Captain, versus like
1: we got shields. <laughs> OK, well, that, that was my question. So I was just wondering because it, it is playing with that. Like I could see like a Star Trek game that's playing with it. it's like, oh, well, that's kind of built in mythos. I kind of expect that. But is there part of you that just wants a like to shoot without having to think about that stuff? um
0: so this has that to a point because you can there's different difficulty nodes so i played on hard um on my normal way and then i was like okay i'm just gonna play the vr i just want to have some stupid fun with this and i said it like Mm. it had like story mode which is just like just push the button and shoot at the enemies i mean that's there i played on like the the one in the middle in vr i don't remember what it was called but it instantly i was fairly frustrated playing on hard in a couple points because it does get very hard in the campaign but yeah Switching it down one was like, okay, this is more stupid fun. Like, oh, I forgot to move my shields. Eh, whatever. I still have sure. 80% health three-quarters of the way through this mission because whatever. So it does have that a little bit, but for the most part, it is much more of a simulation feeling. Like, that difficulty's there unless you adjust the difficulty down to be do, an easier. Do you one. like
1: that simulation aspect? Like, which one did you enjoy? I guess in VR, VR is kind of different, but, like, I guess as far as enjoyment of the game, did you enjoy having, like, being able to mess with that stuff or... Um,
0: I it's it's again it's two very different things so I think the when you can mess with that it feels much more intense
1: okay sure it
0: feels like okay this is serious like you die fairly quickly if you just charge at a capital ship and on a harder difficulty you're just you're done you you, you mm-hmm. can't you have to actually be like mindful of okay where are my shields where's my power did I charge up my shields to shift the power there did I commit like you actually have to go like okay I'm going to move my engines to quick so I can get there quick quick switch up to lasers Put all my power yeah. there, quick switch back to the engines, drive off, okay, and then I can take another run. Whereas if you play easy, it's pretty much just like, oh, I'm going to drive up to that Star Destroyer and shoot a couple parts of it we'll be good.
1: Sure. No, it's kind of funny because I feel like if I was describing this game to you and explained that aspect of like, swapping <laughs> the shit around, you're like, that sounds like that sucks and something I don't want to play. I, <laughs> you know what I mean? It, or is it just this... Yes. S- it
0: and- as with all things, because it's Star Wars, it gets a pass from me. <laughs> sure. yeah. <laughs> you have to knock everything I'm saying down like two steps if you don't care about Star Wars. Because just, mm. again, the feeling of what like we talked about with that Battlefront VR a couple of years ago when that came out, that feeling of just being in the ship is so yeah. much fun. It's so cool. And it's so unique. Just being there and again because you've got all the different capital ships around just flying underneath the star destroyer and being kind of able to look around it and flying around oh, yeah. different cruisers and kind of getting really in close. There's a lot of really good detail in, in there. Even for PSVR, it seemed really, really high quality graphics. That I don't feel like you get in a lot of PSVR games. I definitely, you could sure. definitely see little parts there where you're like, Oh, I didn't think they would be able to do that level of detail on this, on a PSVR. Yeah.
1: So did, did it meet your expectations kind of like when you, cause like, or like, did it exceed your expectations? Or like when you finished, you're like, Oh, that's exactly what I wanted. And that was, that was exactly what I expected sort of thing. Um, yeah, kind of something like that. It's, it's a very fun game. It's
0: just not an interesting game. It's, it's okay. very much just a sit down. I think campaign probably seven, eight hours it's just kind of a sit down, play through this once, enjoy it, have some fun with the different ships, because every ship, again, does feel different. There's different... Yeah. You can customize all your secondary weapons. You can customize your shields. You can customize all that stuff. But in the end, it's just kind of like, eh, yeah, that's I'll forget about that in a year. But I had a good time sure, for, okay. the, <laughs> for the for the 10 or 15 hours that I put into it between playing it about one and a half times through and the few multiplayer matches I did. It's it's fun, but yeah. just, eh, it's not interesting. <laughs> 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 um, the only other thing, like that I didn't even think about it until I was towards the end of the game, is I feel like most Star Wars games, you kind of get the, like, in atmosphere versus the space battles. Yeah. This is all space battles, which gets a little old towards the end. You're always just... This one's by a meteor, like, a field of asteroids. This one's in the stars. This one's next to a planet. You never get the cool, like, okay, let's do, like, Battle of Hoth, where we're low to the ground, we're doing all this stuff. Everything's always in space. Which makes sense for what the game is, but at the same time, by the end, you're just kind of like, okay more blackness around me
1: that's interesting because i I never thought i never thought about like it but in star wars or there is a lot of what you call it in atmosphere or what yeah okay i don't i don't know what the term is i I don't either (laughs) (laughs) i don't either but that makes sense
0: to me no but no it's interesting clouds. though
1: like, I, I, until you until you said it, like i didn't really think about star wars having like clearly space battles but they also have a ton of battles that are really close to the ground
0: yeah and uh, like if you go back to rogue squadron games you kind of alternate between the two you'll do one okay we're in, oh, okay. we're low to the ground now we're in space now we're back in this planet now we're on a different planet now we're here i almost think part of that comes with because they made it look so good in vr because you just have black backgrounds all around you
1: oh, oh I'm, sure, I'm, okay, I'm
0: very curious if that's part of the reason because you're not trying to render and do these high fidelity mountains and landscapes because it's just oh there's black and oh, there's an asteroid over there yeah yeah no. but really fun game if you like ship combat if you're into star wars definitely give it a try i think 40 bucks is definitely the price for this it's sure. definitely not a full 60 dollar game it's very much a vr game that has a non-vr mode because we need to sell more than just psvr copies <laughs> <laughs> is it your favorite vr game yes uh no astrobot astro okay yeah okay sure
1: (laughs) favorite astrobot kind of broke the scale i can see that yeah Yeah. yes
0: (laughs) favorite vr game in the like you are batman you are a pilot you are a race car driver In that like we're putting you into this person whereas astrobot's like it's just a platformer with some cool vr stuff yeah this is i think the best one of those you're going to be blank you're going to be doing blank It's first-person, all that stuff. I think if you look in that category, then yes, in my mind, I think it is probably one of my favorite VR games. Cool. But anyway, we are Workforce Gaming. You can follow us on Twitter at Workforce Gaming. Subscribe to us wherever you're listening, and we'll see you later.
1: Bye.